Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is What Does My Marriage Partner Want? And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello everyone, welcome. Today I want to talk about my most popular book. It's called The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. There it is. Let me hold it up for you. This is um, the most popular book. I don't talk about it a lot, but I should talk about it more. Let me read a little bit from the back cover of the book. Why do couples argue? How can we put the sparkle back in our marriage? How can we communicate better? What is the difference between courtship and casual dating? My wife asked me to leave. What should I do? Why are men the way they are? Why does my wife, what does my wife want? Can we reconcile? My wife cheated on me, now what? So you see, these are pretty important topics. See, what I want you to understand is that um, the human being has a soul, so we're more than just flesh and blood. We're more than just animals. And we have a physical aspect to ourselves, but we also have a psychic aspect. And the psychic is actually the most powerful. But the, the two interreact. And the, what should uh, predominate, or what should be in the lead, is love and faith. And how, do, how can you have love and faith? Well, it's by being in rapport with your Heavenly Father. Yes, I'm going to use the term Heavenly Father, because Father is a very important thing. Why is Father so important? Have you ever noticed that? I remember that Many times with people, it's like, you know, sometimes mom will do bad things or yell or scream or whatever. And the kids will say, oh, that's just mom. But when dad messes up, the whole family suffers. It's a big time thing when dad messes up. Fathers are very important. And why? Because on this earthly plane, remember I said we have we have a body and and a soul, or a soul and a body. We have a psychic aspect and a physical aspect. And I said they both in, interact. And there's also psychological. You could say, you could say matters of the soul, then there's the psychology, and then there's the physical or biological. So on the earthly plane, the father represents God. He usually doesn't do a very good job of it, but nevertheless, he holds the station of fatherhood. And so that's a very important station. And so the secret, the key is to not resent your dad. Even, even if he messes up, don't resent him. Sure, you can see that he's messed up or see that he's wrong, but don't resent him. Because there's something about resenting father 
that is um, akin to resenting God. And I would say that people who resent their father also resent God. See, we sense at some deep, unplumbed level that father is supposed to represent God. So father is supposed to be have wisdom, courage, kindness, long-suffering, patience, honor, virtue, like a prince. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. When father messes up, well, and we resent him, then it, um, and see, and, and fathers are resentable, aren't they? Because they make, because they have feet of clay. It'd be better if father didn't mess up. Some fathers hardly mess up at all. Or when they're young, they make some mistakes. You know, they resent their wife, there's fighting and, you know, that kind of stuff. But then as they get older, they get wiser. And some men are actually quite, quite good. But the thing is, you, ha you have to go all the way, men. You have to go all the way. It's not good enough just to be nice, a people pleaser. It's not good enough just to be um, a sort of a noble person. You know what I mean? A, a highway patrol officer or a police officer or a fireman or something. You know, some, no, but it's not enough. You have to, you have to find a rapport with the Heavenly Father, find a rapport within. And then, and then He operates through you. So then the love that you have for your family, it's not your love, it's His love. But now getting back to, um, to the importance of fatherhood. So now can you see that, um, See, we keep, we keep coming around full circle. The whole ray, the whole, have you ever wondered this morning? I was, I was, um, I was sitting outside of Starbucks. I got a coffee to go and I was sitting in my car. I, I like to do a little bit of reading, a little bit of writing and drink a little coffee. And I was watching the people come and go. And then I realized all of a sudden that, um, that uh, becoming couples is is a really big deal. Have you ever noticed that? Men are looking for women. Women are looking for men. Their whole life revolves around finding someone. And marriage is a big deal. A lot of people want to get married. It's just really a big deal. And I wonder, I wonder why is that? Because, you know, you've heard the old joke. I'm sure you've heard the joke that uh, one, one man said that life is like or excuse me, that marriage is like a three-ring circus. And the other person said, well, how's, how is marriage like a three-ring circus? He said, well, first there's the engagement ring, then there's the wedding ring, then there's the suffering. And that's kind of the way it is a lot of times, isn't it? But it doesn't have to be that way. Or if there's suffering, then the suffering can wake you up. It can wake you up to realize that somehow you're, you're, you're resenting your partner. You have expectations of, of them that, uh, you, and you, you want something from them and you resent them when they don't. See what I mean? That sort of thing. So the suffering can wake, wake you up. 
Or when you see the kids, when you and your husband are squabbling and you see the kids, you know, you see that it's not good and you begin to question and wonder, what's it all about? Well, um, so where was I? Oh, yes, so getting coupling is a big deal. But you see, it's kind of necessary. Yeah, not everybody gets married. Some don't. Some stay single. But uh, most people do, and there's a reason for it. Because that way, if you do it right, you can undo the legacy. See, see the whole the human race, it started with Adam and Eve. And so what happened in the garden? That's the, that's the beginning of the race. And there's something of that, that history in all of us. And if you don't find the secret to, to, to solving these issues, if, if you aren't able to let go of the resentment toward your father, if you men don't see that what your wife is looking for is agape love, emotionless love, that comes through you when you have a rapport with the Father. And if you men can't see that, that it's not good enough just to be nice and to be a people pleaser and to bring her flowers and candy, she'll just have contempt for you because she needs something else. She needs that, that nobility, that virtue, that honor, that um, strength, a gentle strength. That's what she needs to see in you. She probably didn't see it in her father. So she resented her father. So now full circle. So the so the whole so that's the the race, the, the human race. And then you have to so you have to find the secret. And you ladies have to have to stop judging your husband. Your problem is judgment, judging every little thing that he does, and comparing him to other men and, and hating him, and then feeling guilty for your judgment of him, and then going overboard to be too nice. So then you do nice things for him, and and you might spoil him. Or drive him off, but chances are you'll spoil him. And the more you do for him, see, unless unless he's found the way, unless he's found that inner rapport, the more you do for him, the more spoiled he gets, the more of an animal he becomes. And then you resent him for that. And then you do more for him, and he becomes more of an animal. And he degenerates it before your very eyes. You see what your love has done to your husband. You see him deteriorating. So... You have to see that you have to let go of judgment and you have to see that undoubtedly, not necessarily, but undoubtedly, you've transferred your resentment toward your earthly father who failed you to your to your husband. You have to see all of that. Then marriage can be beautiful. You can live happily. So you work it out. See how see see why it's so important that humans come together so they can work it out. Work out the ancient legacy of the Garden of Eden. And then it can be very beautiful. So we get married. We come full circle. Men end up with a wife like their mother. Women end up with a husband like their dad. And if they can work it out, then they work out the ancient legacy of, um, of Adam and Eve. It can be beautiful. Incidentally, I do need to mention that I'm only on once a week. So just take note of when I'm on, if I'm on the air right now, and remember it. 
And remember the website, SheddingShackles.com or www.WeeklyPastor.com. So you can listen to these programs. Watch some of my YouTube videos. I have a lot of them, and they're real good. If you listen to this program and you can hear where I'm coming from, you can hear that I'm coming from a different place. Not the usual place where I'm being manipulative and where I'm making ego appeals or where I'm trying to seduce you or wow you or impress you. If you can just, if you can see that I'm coming from a different place and you kind of like that, then you need to keep listening to this program. So let's talk about how you can get control of your emotions again. It's very simple. It's very simple. Christ said, Love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. See how simple it is? Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Some stations carry only the 15-minute version of Shedding Shackles. To hear the complete 30-minute program, go to www.SheddingShackles.com and click on Listen. That's www.SheddingShackles.com Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I encourage you to visit the resources available at SheddingShackles.com. If you click on Listen, you can download the most recent program to your mobile device. And you can listen to archived programs stretching back to the year 2009. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles such as El Puerto from the Piano Suite Iberia by Isaac Albenis. Thanks for listening. Those of you who are listening Sunday morning in San Bernardino, Riverside, Temecula, parts of Los Angeles and thereabouts, while well, you're getting the half-hour program, well, actually 28 minutes. But some of you are listening in because you're listening on the internet. Or some of you heard the 15-minute version and you were able to find this. 
I'm glad you did, and I'm glad you're listening. Marriage can be beautiful. You can live happily. So you work it out. See how? See, see why it's so important that humans come together so they can work it out. Work out the ancient legacy of the Garden of Eden. And in our individual lives, we also have to come full circle. Undoubtedly, your, your father married um, a woman who supported him. And then, um, so you had that. And then that was the kind of program you got as a kid. You resented your dad. But then you went out, you men, you went out and you found a woman like your, like, your, your, like your mother, undoubtedly. Or you tried to find one who was the opposite, but then, lo and behold, one day, she was like your, your mother. So there you are, full circle. So now, and then, if you suffer for it, the suffer, and the suffering causes you to, to cry out for answers. What, what am I doing wrong? See, where am I going wrong? Instead of blaming her then you can find the answers and then it can be beautiful. And you ladies, it's full circle. You resented your dad. You go out in the world looking for a man. Lo and behold, he's like your dad. And then now what? Now it can be full circle. You can, you can learn to, to forgive your, let go of the resentment toward your husband. And then to begin to see um, the good in it. See, as long as you give him a really hard time, you know, most women give their husband a really hard time. As long as you keep giving him a hard time, he may not find himself. Now, he may. See, so you don't want to overdo the hard time stuff because it, 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 he, he will be reacting to you with resentment and anger and hostility and guilt and so on. So much that, you know, you've heard the expression, you know, um, you can't see the forest for the trees. Well, You'd be so busy reacting you and judging you and hating you and wondering what you want and scratching his head and being and trying to be nice and then get resent angry again and all that. He'll be so that'll be so much of that that he'll never find himself. So you have to back off a little bit. Stop trying to change him. You can't change him. If you change him, you'll only make him into a man in your image. You'll be his God. Do you understand? You don't want that. So you have to give him a little space. So he can find himself. Yeah, now I know there are some men that are just no good. You give them a little space and they just take advantage. And they're off with other women and stuff. Well, they're just no good. So in that case, you know, it may be hopeless. You'd be better off without him probably, you know, living in dignity on your own. But if he's halfway decent, see, most guys are halfway decent. You know, they're not terrible, terrible people, although there are some terrible ones. But if he's not super terrible, if he's just a regular guy, you know, he has some good qualities. He's not perfect, but he goes to work. He brings home a paycheck. He's, the, you know, he's home on weekends with you and the kids and stuff like that. Then give him a little space. Okay. And you men, well, you have to find your creator within. When you see your wife suffering, when you see your kids suffering, and you cry out for answers, then you begin to see, see that you, well, you, you made her into a god. You wanted something from her. You wanted her to support your ego. Make you feel like a real man, see. 
So you were using her in that sense. And then if you resent her, then you're also using her. See? You don't want to use your wife. She's, she's like a flower. In the, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, it says that, that a woman can be more precious than rubies. See? She's a helpmate. And she's a human being. So you, be, you relate to her as a person not as an object of use. Do you understand? So then your touch, your voice, everything about you will, will convey that, um, what's the word to use? The gentleness, kindness. And then it can be very beautiful. So we get married, we come full circle. Men end up with a wife like their mother. Women end up with a husband like their dad. And if they can work it out, then they work out the ancient legacy of, um, of Adam and Eve. They can be beautiful. And so if you're, let's say you're a young person, you're thinking of getting married. Well, then who, who are you going to find? Well, I have a chapter on that too. Something about, uh, remember that chapter on courtship? I think that might be, uh, might be good. So the, the, um, there are some things, but definitely you, you, you ladies should look for a man who, who, who has a love of principle. He has a little bit of fire in his belly for, for what's right, for justice, see, for truth. Something like that, a nice, a good, that quality is what you need to look for. Not that he's perfect, but then don't try to make him perfect. See? Look, look for that. So, I think I've, um, I've said enough. I made a 16-minute video here. I only wanted it to be a couple of minutes. It says you're based on over 20 years of counseling couples and answering questions on the radio. Well, now let's make it over 30 years. I wrote this book about 10 years ago. Counseling couples and answering questions on the radio. This, this is the courtship, marriage, and relationship repair handbook you have been waiting for. That's pretty good. I wrote that. Not bad, huh? For Roland tackles the tough questions with humor, discernment, and refreshing honesty. Well, if I do say so myself. From the Garden of Eden to the 21st century, he's got relationships covered. All right, that's good. So this is a very good book. You really should get it. I'm serious. If you're married, have issues, if you want to get married, if you're divorced, and then you're, you, you want to find out what happened. If you're not married and you just kind of would like to have a glimpse as to what went wrong with the relationship between your parents then uh, this would be an excellent book. A lot of people have gotten it. This is, I've written two, well, three or four books on relationships, but this is my first one, and I recommend you get this one first. You really, really should. So, enough said. Oh, it's on Amazon. You, you know how, like, when you're a tourist and you're traveling, somewhere and you look at everything all the people and bridges and beautiful parks and and see what people are doing and what they're eating and what it's all so much fun just to watch just to observe 
That's how you must go through life. Just observe people and don't hate them. See, that's, that's the worst reaction of all and it affects your whole body. So just watch them. Don't hate them. Don't judge them. Just watch them. Observe them. And if you don't understand, if they're sometimes confusing and you don't know what, why they do what they do, don't try to figure it out. Just see what they're doing and let it, just let it pass. Go about your business. That's very important. You understand now when you take stress in. So obviously when a deer is in the forest and suddenly there is a lion, well, the lion is a stress. And the will of the lion is to devour the deer. And so the deer ex experiences emotion so that the whole body, every cell, will then somehow know that there's something out there that's dangerous and all the cells have to get together and then run. Do you understand? So if you don't resent people, if you're not angry at them, if you're not irritated at them, if you don't resent them, if you don't get your feelings hurt by them and you're not jealous of them and, and you're not excited to take advantage of them, and then you just remain calm. And then you can see what to do, if anything, and then a new energy will come from within. An energy that's not emotion, but it comes from the inner light in which you see. And then you just move gracefully, graciously, calmly. It's beautiful. So, that's what you have to do. You understand? Then you'll be free of that. Then later you can learn to deal with the internalized stress that you've, that has gotten inside, maybe starting long ago. And God's inner light will teach you also how to deal with that. And the way to deal with it is the same way. Just watch it and don't react to it. It's so simple. It's so beautiful. Christ came to bring all of this to us. So heed his words. Meditate for mental distance and for calmness. Learn to connect to your inner ground of good from God. Connect to it. Flow from it. Love it. Cherish it. Cherish what you know in your heart, what you knew when you were a little tiny child. Cherish it and love it. And don't resent people. And you'll be safe. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand. And you're free to be patient. Stand back and you will discover a whole new way of living. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. 
please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.